0: Hey everyone, it's Andrew with the Leave Your Shoes by the Door podcast, and I'm joined by the 2020 My Board President, Jenny Ruiz. Jenny, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks, Andrew, for having me.
0: Absolutely. So um, let's just get into what you've been doing the past few weeks, and I understand you're on vacation. Are you a big vacation lover?
1: Well, I mean, who doesn't love vacation? Sure, before? sure, sure. Um, but yeah, it's an annual trip we do every year. We go to Fort Myers. I've taken the kids for mm-hmm. the last 15 years, so um, same old, same
0: fun so let me ask you something i feel like there's two types of vacationers out there there's a the type who go on vacation so they can drink my time the beach and do nothing uh-huh. or there's those people who want to go there and explore and want to do this and do this and do this Which camp do you think you you fall into? I
1: mean, me personally, my Mm -hmm. camp is a Mai Tai on a beach. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Uh, Having kids, though, we've kind of had to split them up over the years. Yeah. Uh, Now that I'm an empty nester, I may be able to do more Mai Mm tying on the beach in the future. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the kids are...
1: Kids, College? kids. We just lost both kids Um, this year. One took a gap year, so we lost both of them in one felt swoop in one week. Yeah. And so one's in U of A in Tucson, and one is at Purdue-Fort Wayne.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, So you said an annual trip. Is this somewhere in... Did you tell me where? where Fort Myers. Oh, Fort mm-hmm. Myers. Sure, of course. Yep. Man, I feel like... Everyone in Indiana has probably been to Fort Myers disease. <laughs> it's, it's like true. a rite of passage to it go to is Fort Myers.
1: Absolutely Fort true. Fort
0: Myers, your Panama City Beach. Yep. Who else would Siesta be? Siesta Key. Siesta Key, hundred percent. Yep. 100%. yep. And I wonder if Florida people are like expecting Indiana people. Oh,
1: absolutely. We we talk you know about I mean? it because when we go we we stay with the same people every year. Sure, sure. And so they're all Illinois, Ohio, Indiana, Michigan and so all of the east coast all of the midwest goes straight down to the gulf we side migrate. and the east coast people all go down to the ocean side of florida like, oh, okay. they hit that side, but Midwesterners all go to the Gulf side.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's funny. Interesting. I wonder who made that rule I, up or when that was decided. Somebody did.
1: Way before me. You know what I, I mean? I, like, don't, I don't know, but it was before me. It was
0: before me, too, <laughs> because the second I turned 15 and it was high school spring break, it was like, we're going to Panama City. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, no other options are available. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So give me an idea of uh, your ideal vacation day. You wake up at... 10 AM and eat breakfast and like yeah. give me give me a
1: Yeah, new pretty rundown. much. I mean that is yeah, not having to wake up early. I'm not an early morning person, no. as everyone that knows me knows. <laughs> sure. um, and just kind of relax. It would I will look at my phone, hopefully for only a few minutes. There it is. Yep. Um, and then yeah, eat and put on a bathing suit and pack up a cooler and mm-hmm. a chair and mm-hmm. go hang out. Now I cannot sit still. that's the problem I'm up and down up and down I will walk around it's nice for me to be with a group so I can go talk to people because my husband likes to sit and lay out and I can't sit still
0: you're up and moving oh always okay and is he reading is he reading crime novels or something like that no he's listening
1: to music and enjoying the waves and I can do that for about 10 minutes yeah
0: and how do we feel about the ocean? Do you get in the ocean? Um, or, I'm sorry, the Gulf. Do you get in the Gulf? I will.
1: I will if it's warm enough. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not I'm scared
0: of a shark eating. Not it? at all.
1: No. I. I kind of. I like a little. I'm a little bit of a live on the edge kind okay. of person. Okay. Okay. Cool.
0: <laughs> cool. And you're like, maybe a shark does come up. Maybe right. You know. Right. Maybe I.
1: Well, Scare it <laughs> away.
0: Let, let's do it.
1: Yes. When the children were little, I realized how strong the will to survive mm-hmm. is. I had little kids on each hand in less than knee deep water, and I saw two fins. Really? And without realizing. Like
0: the shark fins? Yeah, like but, the but without. Iconic...
1: I went to shark. Now, it was really dolphins, but I went to shark, and I literally let go of my kids' hands and started to turn, and then was like, no, 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 wait, my babies, uh-huh. <laughs> and grabbed uh-huh. them. And I was, I just thought, man, that will to survive yeah. is so strong yeah. in a human. Yeah. That I, like, and then it was half a second later, I grabbed them. Yeah. And it wasn't a shark. It was dolphins.
0: Right, but still, I mean, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> right. I thought it was a dolphin. Turned out to be a shark. My bad. <laughs> right. You know, so I would have, I would have made the same assumption. Yes. In Indiana, that everything is a shark. And yes. Everything is going to, yeah. Exactly. But, well, that's cool. Uh, so... You were on vacation, mm-hmm. which means that you've made a pretty good run as a as a realtor in this uh, this industry. How long have you been a realtor?
1: Um, so I've been a realtor since I can't remember end of ninety six, beginning of ninety seven. Okay, somewhere in there. Okay, uh, that I got my license. Prior to that, I worked in a real estate office. Oh, okay. So I've worked in a real estate office since I was eighteen. Mm-hmm um, and the end of, end of 93, beginning of 94.
0: And you went to 18 because the pay was good or uh, why, what, no, what made you walk in no, there at 18?
1: Because I had a friend whose dad and, um, partner were opening a new office and she said, I will not work for my dad. It's, I don't want to, but he needs somebody desperately. So I went and interviewed and it was, you know, whatever minimal amount. And I was making more money somewhere else, but I really liked it really fell in love with the brokers. And I said, you know what, I will help you out for a while Um, because I was on a break from my other job that I had been working. And um, I said, until you find somebody else. And then I just kept showing up every day Mm -hmm. and I kept going back and I love them. And so I didn't go to college Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And my broker at the time, her name is Marge. She's... If you
0: go to college to find your calling, but you've already kind of found your calling, then what's the point of going to right. college to find your calling? Right, exactly. You know what I mean? so... And
1: I don't, I don't even know. I didn't know. I didn't have a lot of direction at sure. that time of sure. what I wanted to do. But my broker said, um, "Face it, Jenny, you're going to be a realtor. Start mm-hmm. memorizing the listing agreement and the purchase agreement." When I was 18 and working in the office. Sure. Uh, so then I did that, and then I, uh, she said, "Get your license and come be my assistant." Yeah. So I did that. Uh, And then I worked with her for a while. Uh, We merged with another big company, ended up working with her on a, instead of being a realtor, I was pulled over and worked on putting together joint venture companies. So a lot of the franchises that were around town, um, the Century 21 ones, we joint ventured Mm -hmm. and I worked on that project, putting those joint ventures together um, on the back end. Interesting. And then I... um, got married and had kids and stayed home for 5 years. Sure, sure. And um but I <clears throat> at the time was at the Century 21 which used to be Realty Group 1 and I remember my I had a wedding and a baby shower. I was the first one to really get married and have a baby shower and that office bought everything on every registry I ever had. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a, You people are too much." Sure. Um so then after that, I stayed home and I got back into it in 2004 when my kids... I stayed home for five years. Mm-hmm. So got back into it and immediately went back into REO, which is I had worked for brokers that were in REO previously. Sure, sure, sure. So, And then um, kind of just took off from there and then started my own company.
0: So let me ask you something. You're you're 18 years old, and, and like a lot of 18-year-olds, I'm sure you're, you're kind of extroverted and, and very social. Yes. But, you know... Being 18 and then getting in that career mindset, did you feel um, like the, the the challenges you were easy to meet because of your personality, because of your characteristics, that you thought that you were more of a natural fit into this industry? Because it's kind of like me. I'm not a realtor. I work with realtors, but I'm not right. a realtor. And I'm, I, sometimes I feel like I'm on the outside looking in. And I've been in it for seven years working with realtors, and I've picked up shared characteristics with a lot of realtors. Mm-hmm. And since you were that eighteen-year-old watching realtors yeah. work, did you pick up on that and kind of feel like 100%. I could do this? I, 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 you know, I connect with these people on a personality yeah. 100%. level, hundred and a drive level. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah. wasn't
1: just me. I my broker, uh, she two saw brokers, it in you. She absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and she was, um, she was the best mentor I could have asked for. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly taught me everything I know. I mm-hmm. mean, I remember. I mean, this is so long ago, back in the day that. We were, you know, using mortgage calculators, sure. and she taught me. She said the way to uh, to be a successful realtor is to know your math and know what people are worried about is finances. They yeah. they look at a house and say, "This is a beautiful house, but can I afford it? Yeah. Can I this that?" Yeah. She taught me from 18 on how to figure mortgage payments and down payments and every aspect of the kind of lending math. Mm-hmm. And she said, "So your personality, your your your." You like people, you're really personable, but what is really going to help your clients is this information. And so she just, I mean, she just navigated teaching me everything. I, I definitely would not be here if it hadn't been for her. Absolutely not.
0: And do you want to say who that is? Yeah, it's
1: Marge Patterson. She's retired now. Okay, uh, okay. And we're at in
0: Central, are talking Central Indiana? Yeah, so she
1: was the broker that started Century 21 Realty Resources back in the early 90s. It was in Fishers, but Mm -hmm. then we merged with Century 21 Realty Group. Okay. And she worked with um, Realty Group companies until she retired, um, gosh, several years ago now. But I still keep in contact with her. And we are actually, she just reached out and is trying to plan a lunch for the old gang. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And that's, that's so interesting because I, I say it, and I know I sound like a broken record to, to the podcast, but I say it at New Member Orientation that it really is an, an industry of relationships. Mm-hmm. And the last episode, I was talking to, to Kathy Hall, and she was saying the the, in, the importance of the relationships with the clients, and that, which was a great point that I yeah. listened to. But now you're talking about a, a different degree of relationship, and that was that relationship of a mentor.
1: Yes. And that,
0: that ability for somebody to reach yep. across and really kind of help you and and it's so it's says so, it's so great that she was able to see that in you yeah and was able to see the potential that you had and right. invest her energy into you yep. and 100 and then of course here you are yeah still in it yep successful yeah right yeah That's, 25 it's amazing.
1: years 25 years Is that right 25 that I, years i started with at the beginning of 94 with sure. her
0: sure sure Sure. So,
1: is that, maybe they were going, I don't know. Ah, I don't ask me to do math,
0: <laughs> Jenny. We're not here to I do math today. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not our strong suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, during this time, though, since you're 18, and, I mean, right off the bat, you're going left when everybody's going right. You're mm-hmm. you're getting into real estate. Everyone else is going to probably like a four-year yes. university. Yes. Did you ever waver? Was yeah. this, was Were you um, always confident in what you were doing, or did you ever feel tempted to...
1: Yeah, both. Maybe get
0: my four-year degree, and then come back, or kind
1: of. I mean, yeah, I, I would say I, uh, I have always wondered how my life would be different had I gone to a college. Sure. That is probably the one thing that I wonder the most about sometimes. Yeah. Like, how would every turn in my life be different? Not that I'm sad. I have real estate has been very, very good to me. Yeah. It has given me a great life. Sure. And. Um, I'm so thankful, but yeah, it's a it's a very interesting question. Well, I've thought I thought about.
0: I I can't tell you 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 can't be your fortune teller, but I can guarantee you would have student loans on one of those choices that you didn't <laughs> right. with the choice you went with.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, and you'll learn that with your students being at four year universities. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll uh, learn about the the harsh oh. re- <laughs> I'm just I'm not here to um, but so you're 18 you have marge inspiring you marge yeah. patterson right yep. i just want to make sure i'm getting that name mm-hmm. right um what uh what inspired you what, what what all
1: so um
0: i feel like this industry it, it's it's sometimes it can be very alienating yeah. i feel like sometimes it can really feel like it's you against the world right you know it's like yeah. if i fail today nobody like the whole industry really wouldn't be impacted that much and it can be very isolating right so i feel like yeah, and maybe I don't. I don't want to speak on your behalf, but I feel like it's it's important to be inspired every day. Yeah. It's important. To I mean, I kind of uh, keep your confidence. On a side note,
1: separately, doing REO, I kind of do feel have felt separated once I got entrenched in that world later on. But but back then, no it's funny that you should mention Kathy Hall because uh, Kathy was one of the companies that we worked on in the joint venture. Oh, sure. And so uh, her and I have a lot of conversations about March because she has said, oh my God, she's the greatest. You know, I loved her. And I see a lot of... Marge and Kathy, very similar. Mm -hmm. Kathy is a great mentor. I mean, I didn't work in her office, but I could only imagine working in her office that she would have been very similar. And everyone that I know well that I'm close with that has worked for Kathy, you know, can't rave enough about her. And so I think that they were very similar. And and if you know Kathy, you know how encompassing she is. I mean, you just feel like you're gonna be taken care of. She's got you, sure, always. Sure. And that's how I felt with March. Like yeah. I just kinda of trusted that, you know, I know she's got me, I know that she'll help me, and she always had, and, um, and then, yeah. So it, it was odd when I, I mean, it was an easy transition because I stayed home, and then when I went back, I, I went out on my own. But to not have her there was probably the scariest oh, yeah. when I was out on my own. Oh.
0: All right, well, we're going to take a quick break so that we can hear from the MyBoard updates.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Jamie Barb with the MyBoard update. Registration for the new MyBoard Master Professional Certification Program is now open. The first boot camp will take place the week of February 24th. Register and learn more at slash mpro. When doing your taxes this year, don't forget the non-deductible portion of dues. Compliance requires that the portion of dues attributable to lobbying and political activities be considered non-deductible for income tax purposes. Check out the latest Realtor Weekly for your non-deductible portion of dues paid in 2019. Have you registered for Tech Talk on February 20th? You won't want to miss this as we hear from experts on the current state of technology in the real estate industry and the future trends that will have significant effects on your business. For more information, visit myborcom slash tech talk. That's all for today on the Mybor Update. And now, back to our interview with Jenny Ruiz.
0: It's almost like you you had two runs. You had the one where you naturally were able to get into it from year 18. Mm -hmm. And then you had that scary moment where... You stay home to raise the children and then you have to get back into it. Right. Right. What was that like? Was that
1: Oh, that was stressful. I, bet. I um I remember you
0: can't just pick up where you left off. I'm right. sure you had to, to rebuild. Right. Yes. Yeah.
1: And we had, you know, we had two small children and my husband had, had has three other children from a previous marriage, so mm-hmm. five children. Mm-hmm. And I was staying at home and to go and enough.
0: Enough children. Yeah, enough. A sufficient amount of children. That is. Five is is enough. It's (laughs) more than enough most days. Plenty of children. But
1: um, so I remember we, I was thinking about going back or doing something, Um, you know, we could always use the income. Sure. And so somebody had called me and said, an agent that I used to work with called me and said, hey, are you thinking about coming back to work? I was working in my garden mm-hmm. and I said that's so funny you asked that question I was thinking about it and she said well I'm in the bathroom of a bar and I just ran into somebody else you know and they wanted to call and wanted to see if you're ready to come back to work and ask you to come work with them and I don't want you to work with them I want you to work with me mm-hmm. so I'm going to catch I want you to like I want to know and I was like I don't know I'll think about it and so we talked about it, and I was like, "Okay, we have to have daycare now. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. We have two kids. This is a big commitment." It is. And so we found the place that we liked that was close to our house, and you had to sign a twelve-month contract. Oh
0: yeah, for, and we're still talking about daycare, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I for know daycare. all about daycare. Yeah, I got a right. I know all about it.
1: And it was so expensive, and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like my husband and I were like supporting five kids, and you know, really kind of barely doing okay. Oh yeah. But to then sign this contract in real estate, and you don't know when your next paycheck is coming, sure. it was like, okay, so what we did was that summer before, that was in the spring, I he would go to work and he would go in early so that he, and he would take his lunch with him and eat there and not take a lunch and come home early at 4.30. I would be ready to go at 4.30 and I would go into the office As an, I just, I just kind of did an assistant as Mm -hmm. an assistant under another agent. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have any kind of real fees, monthly fees or anything like that. And I would go up there at 4.30, he would come home. And so I would get there by five and they were open until seven. And there was no, there was a floor time calendar, but it was only for full-time agents, not people like me. Sure. So I, and we didn't have a lot of money. So during the day, I would make cookies or whatever ingredients we had in our house, literally, candies or cookies, some sort of sweet treat, I would make during the day when my husband came home, I would, with my little you know clothes on, go up to the office and talk to all the office girls. Mm-hmm. And I would say, hey, I, you know, I made you these cookies. And I, and just take an interest in them and mm-hmm. talk to them. And get to You're befriend cultivating them. cultivating
0: that relationship and, and building your and, reputation. Yes, and, and, yeah. and these
1: are these are the, you know, part-time high school girls that come in after five. Mm-hmm. And this was a big, busy office. And so they had a lot of calls. And so guess what? When their floor time agent was on the call and they didn't know what to do, I would say... Hey, if you ever have extra calls, overflow calls, and your floor agent's on the phone, I'm gonna be down in this room at this extension. Feel free to send them to me mm-hmm. so you don't have to deal with an angry person or keeping them on hold and them getting upset or whatever. And if your floor time person doesn't show up, and I did it every day, and I just took any overflow calls and I kept making them cookies and I kept making them candy and I kept building that relationship. And I would get a call here or a call there, whatever, until it became where they knew I was the go-to person if they didn't have their regular person. Like, if we can't... If this person isn't there or they're on the call, we know we can count on Jenny being here. And I would just take those calls. And I would literally just work them over and over and over. And I remember one call I got, and it was on a house that was pending in Lebanon, Indiana. Sure. And I kept cultivating that and cultivating that and she said well maybe I'll um look I just really like that one house I'm not thinking about moving and I kept cultivating it until we looked at one other house and she really liked it Mm -hmm. and these are a seven seventy thousand dollar house sure and so we put an offer in and we got it and then I listed her house for sixty five thousand And then she called me and said, my brother wants to sell his house, and it's a $250,000 house. And I got the buyer on it because a commercial company wanted to buy it out, that land out. And so then that happened all in May and June, and I remember thinking, okay, I can do this. Your
0: foot is officially in the door.
1: I can do this. I can get back into this. Mm -hmm. And so, so we signed in August. We signed the... 12 month daycare mm-hmm. form and sent the kids to daycare and I, I did, went back full time. Yeah. Um, I immediately though still had some connection to REO because mm-hmm. my one of my brokers before, Marge's partner, had done it mm-hmm. and uh, reached out um, to uh, one that I had worked for under him and he wasn't doing it anymore either. And um, so then I kind of just p- picked that up a little bit. Sure. And I remember, in that world, you have to go to conferences because you're looking at national contracts, right? Sure, okay. So I remember thinking, there was this conference, and it was going to be $3,000 to go to it. $3,000 to get a booth Mm -hmm. and get my name out there and all of that. And that was so much money. That's a big move. And I talked to my husband, and he's like, you just you got to do it. You just got to do it. And I was like, ugh. Okay, so it was I did it, and um, that was the beginning of the first big bank contract I got, Mm -hmm. and uh, I got that and worked it and just kept going and going and getting more and making making building relationships because at this bank it's a small world. Yeah. And when this guy quits this company, he goes to work there, then you, then I know him cuz yeah. he covered my area. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just really networking and it's been, you know, 20 or 15 years of that.
0: Sure. So I have two things. One, I love how realtors successful realtors don't wait for the phone to ring. I love how you're reaching across, bringing in the sweets, building relationships, and waiting for your opportunity so that you can hit it out of the park. I love that. And I feel like that's applicable to just everything in life is if you want something, you can't just wait for it to right. come to you. Like, you have to be prepared. And it, and it all comes down to people saying, you know, the definition of luck. And I hate luck because it's not luck. It's right. you were ready for your opportunity and you were prepared for your opportunity. And that opportunity came. You hit home run, and then everything else kind of came,
1: right?
0: Not naturally, but it, it just—you were on that street, yes. and then you've been riding it ever since. Right. It sounds like for over two yeah. decades, or yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, total and total. I but mean, yeah.
0: seriously though, it really is—it's—it's it's so admirable, and and it really is. I feel like it's that characteristic that's in your recipe for your success is having that. Well, I want to do this, and I'm going to do what I need yeah. to do to get right. it. So going, but kind of building on that, and this is my second observation is, well, I guess question would be. You definitely have an entrepreneurial outlook.
1: Yeah, I've not, I've not, I not i have had a regular paycheck since I was eight. And late. that's that's <laughs> terrifying.
0: That's a terrifying thing to us normal people like me who need that salary to, to yeah. sleep at night, knowing that I, no matter what, right. I'm getting a salary. <laughs> right. Um, but that's just that's just different types of people. Did you have moments of an entrepreneurial attitude when you were a teenager? Did Did you sell lemonade when you were a kid? Did you? You know, Girl Scouts, when you sell cookies, did you sell 500 boxes when everyone else sold 100? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, did you...
1: Yeah, I I remember selling a lot of candy bars. I mean, I grew up with a single mom who worked three jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, So whenever there were things, like at school, where you could sell something because to go on a trip or whatever, I had to. You know, we we, we didn't have the money to pay for it ourselves, so I had to do that. Yeah. And so... I, you know, as far as entrepreneurial, like, starting a company, I don't know that I thought of that, but I've always... It's natural
0: with you, though. That's what I'm telling you, is you're telling me this story like it's normal, and it's not. <laughs> it's... Like, you're taking a lot of scary risks. Like, you're telling me that you and your husband are raising kids in daycare, and then a $3,000 not lock-in, you know, right. not even guaranteed you're going to get that 3000 back. Not in, not only, like, in a six-month term, but ever, you know, it might just, right. you might just fall flat on your face, but you you're, yeah, you have that, that I
1: was I was scared I was, I was I was fearful, yeah, uh, he was he was actually the one that said, just just go for it, yeah and do it.
0: and that's so. awesome that you have the support, yeah, and I'm sure just like Marge saw it in you, I'm sure he sees it in you, yeah, and knows that you'll be successful because you're a doer.
1: Well, yeah, I'm I, and a worker bee. I yeah. mean at the same yeah. time, like I always say, um, I'm also the person at the company that has cleaned the toilets more than, sure. more than the cleaning people probably mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. back in the day when we started, I was the only, I was the, the cleaner, I was the doer, I was the foreseer, I was all of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll clean the and toilet. Do you, do
0: you still have those values to this day? Yeah, I mean, you for still, sure. You still have that just deeply ingrained in you of just oh, getting it done? Yeah, yeah, I will,
1: I will do whatever. I mean, I have had, um, I've been fortunate enough to have a, a staff to be able to do the things that I don't enjoy doing. Uh, but we, we lost a staff member um, not too long ago this year, and I have had to pick it up. And so um, thank you, everybody, who's been patient with me sure. over the last few months, mm-hmm. <laughs> Re- relearning the parts that I didn't know yeah. um, that I've forgotten. But um, yeah, so, you know, you just do what you got to do.
0: Yeah. So going into, I mean, what's really exciting, especially now that I have I know more about you, I didn't, I didn't, you're such a, your work ethic is so uh, <laughs> impressive that I'm excited that you're going to be, or you are my worst president this right. year.
1: Weird. Sounds weird. It's amazing. <laughs> it it's amazing.
0: Tough. I mean, this is such a
1: cool thing. I, I, it is really, really cool. Yeah. I, um, I say, and I'm sure everybody will hear me say it again, I'm really humbled and it's, it is, um, it's, a, it's definitely not something that I, a path that I thought I would be, mm-hmm. um, you know, I started off, uh, this kind of journey of mine with my board was to get involved because I did, I did, I thought my board did nothing for us Sure. and I, I didn't know what we were paying for. And I was determined to figure out what the heck happened over here Good. and where our money was going. And I was very suspicious and not real excited, and so I saw the Real Leadership Academy um, come over, and I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what that's all about." Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how I got involved in in leadership uh, from a very skeptical standpoint, mm-hmm. and um, and then I, I fell in love. Yeah, and, and how
0: long ago was this?
1: Uh, two, I was in the 2000, graduated 2012.
0: Okay. Oh no. yeah, not long. I mean, I guess yeah. now it's eight years, but it doesn't feel long ago. Yeah. And then you, then you ran for a district rep or ran for a board N- position. What Would you well, do after that?
1: Well, that's a that's a funny story too. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm an independent. I'm a small independent. Sure. And And uh, as I talk with the several of the IREBA members, you know, it's it's sometimes hard to compete with a bit in an area with big firms
0: i i tell whenever it's managing broker orientation or IREBA, it's a different ball game for the independents out there Mm -hmm. and and i think that's another thing that's really exciting to have you in the position that you're in now
1: um so i if people people don't know this may not sound good but um so in our when you graduate real you do you usually back then you've had two topics that your class decided that they would like to um, present to the board right. about things that they wanted to uh, do or do better or whatever. Mm-hmm. And our class, you know, as we were all kind of standing around or sitting around talking, you know, education was big that year. Ma- mass transit was going on. Red line was yep. we're still way down in the works. Oh sure. Um, and so you know, those were two things really coming around. And I just kind of raised my hand and I said, "Well, I just think, um, what if we didn't need realtors?" And um, I They almost killed me. Sure. I literally almost got... But it's a
0: question that we have to ask ourselves right. to make sure that we're yeah. looking forward and protecting our industry. Right. Yeah. And
1: I said, I don't know. I don't know that we need realtors. Mm-hmm. And so um, so I almost got strung up and taken out back. But um, at the time, our CEO was Steve. And Steve pulled me aside and said, would you do a, sp- a separate presentation to the board on why we don't need realtors? And so I did. And I came up with, you know, I talked to people and what they like when they go out to buy buy any kind of items. You know, ease and good customer service and knowledge and all those things. And, and how kind of Blockbuster or how from, you know, Blockbuster to Netflix, they were able to do that. And from travel agents to Travelocity and from tax accountants to TurboTax. But I
0: hate to interrupt you. I'm a, I'm a big movie guy and Blockbuster never asked themselves that question. Well, right. They never said, what if this whole streaming thing puts us out. You know, yeah. What if our model doesn't meet up with the, the changing true. evolution? Yeah, of, they were and really then Netflix came yes. along and said, we'll, we'll pick it up yes. from here.
1: We are doing great. I mean, that is part of the reason I'm involved. As an industry, yeah. we are doing really well. Right. I mean, in that year, one of the things, uh, that was the year Debbie Morris was president. Sure. And mm-hmm. one of her biggest things was relevancy. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference is in our industry, We had leaders then picking up on that Mm -hmm. and saying, we have to recognize Mm -hmm. this relevancy issue and doing things about it. And so we are not a blockbuster. I mean, in 2012... I can look back now and say, no, we did things to make us not.
0: We were asking those questions yes. we didn't want to ask ourselves because we wanted to stay relevant.
1: That's, yes, yes. In a,
0: in a quickly, rapidly evolving industry. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so we've done, and we're still doing it. I mean, that's still a place that I, I come from a very automated, not relationship-based part of the industry, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do in in certain areas, but not on a daily transactional basis. Yeah. And so, um, you know, a lot of my transaction, transactional daily things are all automated, sure. and they're not personal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a perspective at least of that. I'm not saying it's the right way. I, I, I want us to be realtors forever. Right. And I, and we will be, our industry is not going away. Right. We will be here. Yeah. Um, things will change mm-hmm. for sure, but we will still be around. Um, uh, but it's a perspective that I, you know, at least have a little bit of a different one. So, um, so from that presentation, then I kind of, you know, we always say it's the ask. Mm-hmm. I got tapped on the shoulder and asked to do some things um, that I never would have um, have been involved in had I not signed up for real and not gotten, you know, done that. And then from there, it was several asks um, and, it, you know, just seeing how amazing the organization is.
0: Well, and I can, in the 15 minutes that I've talked to you and learned about just your, your mentality and your drive, it that's it comes as absolutely no surprise to me that you would be the type that would say, "I want to know what's going on, and I want to have a say in what's going on, and then applying yourself and going yeah. all the way all the way to the yes. top." Yeah. I mean, well, that's, that sounds like something you would do. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, it wasn't an easy path, like yeah. I said, oh, yeah. it was not yeah. an easy path. Yeah. I I didn't uh, I didn't do so great in all of my sure. um, campaigns. Yeah. Um. So, but. But yes so was, your
0: your first official my board position was
1: so I you, and
0: then see so I'm sorry and I'm sorry if I'm jumping around no, but you're you, fine. you made that presentation to the board yes. about member relevancy which is a my board goal I don't know if that was then no, but it certainly it, is now it
1: was it was being worked Preserve on that, member that relevancy. was that was mm-hmm. one of Debbie's big thick key like her that was just added in I mean while she was on the board I know that she campaigned for that and that was added around that same time sure sure
0: so you did a, I'm assuming you hit it out of the park. You just did a great job. You really well, got people, you got the communication I don't, going and.
1: I don't, I don't want to speak for, for what other people I want thought, you to be on record taking I,
0: credit for all, I, no, <laughs> all of not, the success from 2012 not, till not today. Not at all. I'm just kidding.
1: Not at all. But
0: so, I mean, I, clearly though, you, you did some, some positives of, of getting the communication open and, and.
1: Yeah, I know that the, I know I've heard, I have gotten feedback since that uh, from several members on the board um, at that time that, mm-hmm. that 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 became a big point mm-hmm, of sure. um, of putting that into our goals sure. i it, i wasn't the beginning of it like i oh, said yeah, i know yeah. debbie had debbie had had that foresight previously sure, before sure. me um, but it was it was became a big point of what do we do to keep that what i for what i said how do we keep that from happening and sure. how do we stay relevant and that has been huge here ever since i mean even still now and every i mean it's one of our goals as you know and we talk about it all the time Uh, a lot of times when we go places and present things the questions always go back to that one goal i know i mean we see that time and time again that as we get feedback from members that member relevancy is huge
0: Mm -hmm. And it has to be a top priority. Yeah. Always. I mean, yep. if, we're, if we're being honest. So would you say that 2020, that's one of your clear goals is to, to continue that plight and to yeah. continue that journey? Um,
1: to... Yes, for sure. I mean, I cannot take, I um, won't well, be able to take credit for everything that happens this year because this is a very well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. And I have said many times and I, that the previous presidents before me have done such amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have you know, moved in such great, positive uh, directions. So I will just kind of keep that going. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any big changes. It's not like sure, sure, Jenny sure. Ruiz is going to, you know, <laughs> they, they assure me I can't sink the ship, so that's good. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it's good to know. Steady as she goes, <laughs> yeah. Ruiz.
0: You got this. Yes. Yeah.
1: So just kind of keep it going, but for sure. Yeah. I mean, these are the things that are facing us, you know, all the things that I buyers and all of these things that have been you know, popping up, um, with, um, in the industry, it's relevancy is number one up there.
0: Absolutely. So I guess just going back to, um, being, being, cause you kind of are a lifer, you know, you've kind of been, since you were an adult, you've kind of been plugged in. No
1: rocket science for me to fall back on.
0: (laughs) Hey, you got a great skill. Keep, keep it going. We're all lucky to at least have one skill, right? right? At least you can get paid for it. Right. Um, but I was, at, I was at a meeting a few weeks ago, and and the, the speaker kept using the term accidental realtor. And, you know, he or she says, who, who here is an accidental realtor? And I thought that was an interesting term, because it's, it's not like it's a negative connotation. Right. Because a lot of us are act, accidental whatever exactly. we are. I mean, you kind of... That's right. As you grow older, you realize what your strengths are, and you, you end up in this position, and it works out great. Right. But you're not. You sound like you were very much on purpose I a mean, realtor. It seems like you... you you were 18 you mark you you, you you saw Marge you kind of admired yeah. her for her success and right. and she seemed happy and, right. and
1: you know I heard somebody say once that um, and it was years it was early on that real estate and, and Marge also kind of said these same things that real estate is an industry that back then you know you could get into and make a, a decent living um, and Kind of like there are a few, only few other industries that you can do that without a degree back then. Yeah. Um, in this early 90s. And so I knew that it would be something I could at least support myself. I was mm-hmm. single. Sure. I needed to support myself. Uh, I knew that I could do that. I knew that I had... Almost a cushion, though. So some agents go in blind, right? Sure. Marge kind of my cushion. Sure. I was gonna start as her assistant. Sure. And then go out and move out on my own. No so, shame in that. So yeah. there was um, some. There was some comfort there, uh, but yeah, I I did always enjoy it.
0: And I also think, and this is just in the time that I've gotten to, to speak with you, that you probably also really reacted to the the fact that this industry. Is 100% you get what you put in. Yeah. If you give it 100%, you get... Right. You know, it's not one of those, like, no matter what, if I'm clocked in from 8 to 5, I'm going to get right. X amount of dollars. It really is. Yep. If I hustle and really do it, then I'm, I'm going to be successful. Yep. The way you kind of control your destiny in that manner. Right? That's percent I feel like you... Yeah. Yep. So, let's fast forward a year from now. Okay. So, bear with me. Okay. It's January 2021. Yes. You're sitting on a beach, one or two Mai Tais deep at yep. Fort Myers... Toes in the sand. How would you define your your years being successful um, as a professional, always, but also as as a, as a president? Once your term is um, up,
1: I will be. Um, I will feel like it was success as long as we have good leadership, like coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really think that that is. It is not me. I'm not going to do anything that's going to be, you know, a hundred percent different than what we're doing. But cultivating that, asking others, um, tapping on the shoulder, knowing that under here, and pushing those those people, and being the support for them, uh, that will be my success. If if in a year, the new the person coming to be, which is Regina Jones, mm-hmm. says to me, you know, give me your advice or tell me that 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 a kind of appreciation and helping them sure. to so, so the cycle starts over, yeah. going under here and pushing everybody up from below and being Learning a support from the past system. And, yeah. from yeah. continuing
0: to build. Yes. Yeah. Because
1: I definitely have tapped our past presidents mm-hmm. on sure. the shoulder. Sure. I have a text ring right now going uh-huh. um, saying, okay, give me tips for uh-huh. the ball. Uh-huh. And, you know, so tapping all of that into that. And I mean, they're just, they've been great leaders. And so why not? Yeah. I, I'm not going to try and reinvent the wheel. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, that sounds simple enough. Yeah. Uh, this is our 2020 MyBoard president, Ginny Ruiz. Ginny, thanks for being here today.
1: Thanks for having me. All right.